Welcome to the Check Your Six podcast. Join your hosts, Air Force veterans Craig Lyson and Tim Proctor as they continue their conversation about the challenges of small business ownership as well as information, tips and guest speakers, all designed to help you navigate the potential stormy weather that is small business. And now, here are your hosts, Craig and Tim. Hey, Craig, how are you, man? Just fine, Tim. Is everything going good for you? Everything is going swell. This is episode 51. We're in May. April showers bring May flowers. You know, it didn't rain for squat. Well, a little bit in, in April. So there's no flowers. You know what good about going uh, having the rain is going camping. You want it to rain. Yeah. That's, you, you love the mud. You know, you love rain. You love mud. We got a guest in here today who's going to talk about that. But... <laughs> Episode 51. The title for this one was The Sounds of Business. I was hoping you were going to ask me what that song was. I was going to like, I'm ready. I'm ready. No, I was going to say is it's not like The Sound of Music. Right. You know anything from that, The Sound of Music? Yeah, it was in the The Hills Are Alive from Sound of Music. That's right. He asked me all the time things. I'm like, let's get somebody on here. And it's not The Sounds of Silence. Okay. Simon and Garfunkel. No. The Sound of Silence. That's usually what happens when we pick up our phone and there's nobody there. I'll say to Christy, was it Simon and Garfunkel? Yeah. So anyways, that has nothing to do with anything. How do people get a hold of you, Mr. Craig? You can call me at 407-754-5779. Let me talk real quick about Huff, Ohio. Huff, Ohio. Haven't heard from him in a long time. Haven't heard from him. Huff, Ohio, outside of Cleveland. Haven't what about seen, Huff, Ohio? Haven't seen any downloads from him either. Well, maybe they got tired after I insulted Cleveland or Ohio. I don't, I'm not here. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm only here temporarily. <laughs> Well, I'm Tim Proctor with GRP Studios, 407-862-6882. And we have an awesome guest in here today. She is actually taking time away from camping out at Disney in the mud, in the muck, in the mire. But she's having some fun. She dropped her kids off, left them with the relatives, which is the best thing to do, right? Wait a minute. The, in the mud they got? I, I believe they have hard surfaces. They have people who bring food to you. They have a, a portageon that's really nice. This showers. isn't the Air Force. Oh, yeah, that's, that's right. That's, that's how true. the Air Force and works. And if you recognize the voice with Miss Amanda Powell, who was in here today, she has done a lot of the commercial for some of our people that have been on the podcast. So, Miss Amanda, welcome today. Thanks for coming by and taking away time from your family. Well, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. It's going to be a lot of fun today. <laughs> uh, this is going to be kind of slanted toward our industry. You are an actress. You're a voiceover artist, as people can tell from listening to our podcast and all those fantastic commercials. Wait, 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 wait a minute. She, she's celebrity? We don't have video on this one, Rhonda? We should. We probably should set up the camera so we have video because she's worked with some pretty cool people, mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll get to we'll get to talk. She's about working that. with us right now. Are we cool people? Well, I was going to say she has worked with some great people in the industry. I looked at their, her sizzle reel, as oh. they call it, on her website. <laughs> which, before we go any farther, tell people how to get a hold of you. Yes, thank you. So, um, my website, amandapowellvo.com. That's pretty brand spanking new. I used to have a site, stopped utilizing it. And then this past year, I've really uh, decided, you know, if, if I'm going to do this and call myself an actress, I should probably have a way that people can get in contact with me. So Get serious about it? Yeah. So how do they get a hold of you beside the website? Well, is there it? is a contact okay. me button, yes. I'm working on that. You know, I, I've shied away from the whole social media aspect of it. I've always been kind of private, separated the two, but I think that's the next step. I should probably have some social media handles that are all connected to... 
Yeah, you know? it's it's I a love hate relationship because I know social media is important, but yeah. so in other words, while you're going to be talking, people will be understanding your voice to say like, you know, we need a we need her on our TV commercials, we need yes. her in the movie set, we need her, we. Need, where do we fit in? We don't. Okay. That's why we're face I'll just, made for I'll radio. I'll just listen. <laughs> yeah, we're face made for radio, so that's why we want to be here. All right, so let's let's talk first about our podcast is essentially about small business. Mm-hmm. If somebody wants to be an actress, a voiceover person, a spokesperson, how do you set yourself up as your business? How did you set your business up? Well, you need, obviously, a resume. You need headshots if you're interested in the on-camera aspect. Technology has been my best friend. The voiceover side of things, which is what I tend to spend all of my time and energy into these days because it works so well being a mom. First and foremost, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. This is all, you know, second to me. Technology, I mean, I learned really quickly. Somebody asked if I could do voiceovers from home. I said yes, and I didn't even have a microphone at the time. So that weekend, got on Amazon, had everything shipped to my house by Monday. And I was faking it till I made, you know, like that's what you have to do. There are uh, videos and tutorials. Everything that I've learned has been self-taught up until this past year. Like I said, I've put a lot of time and energy and money focusing on expanding my business and what I can bring to the table. But everything was self-taught. I had that microphone set up in a closet. I bought bed crates, like the foam. I <laughs> Everything. It was ridiculous. Within 24 hours, my husband was like, you're, you're going to do what? And a year later, he had, via Amazon, a new, nicer microphone and set up a ride. Like, so he saw very quickly. It was like, wow, this is pretty cool. So it really is like you have all the tools at your fingertips. Utilize the web. Know that you don't have to pay to play. Do your research. There's lots of agencies in town and other cities if you want to work. There's work everywhere. But voiceover, like I said, you can set up your own home studio. And so when you set up your business, did you set up, is it an LLC? Is it an S-Corp? Your bus- your actual business? Or I, is it- I haven't done that. No. You haven't done that? No. Okay. No. Well, you know, we've got some information on some podcasts that you probably did commercials I, for about probably. how to do that. That's cool. <laughs> so I met you and you came in for a voiceover session we were doing for another company. You were being represented by Catch-22. Is that? Uh, you, 22 Talent. 20, 22 Talent, yes. not Catch-22. <laughs> I don't know. 22 Talent, you're part of their group, mm-hmm. and they have a, a ton of voiceover people. A lot of them came in On from On camera, from actors, yes. Yeah. Yeah. But you've done both. You've done both camera work. I was looking I at have. some of her commercial stuff, and I recognize that commercial. Oh, that's her yeah. on there. She's got a bunch of them. You know, we should probably bring them up so that you can see them <laughs> on her website. I, I don't even know what you're talking about. I'm just listening. I have a couple on right now. Florida Prepaid, Advent Health, yeah. Yeah, I'm, she's got I'm, an Advent Health, yeah. And I got to work with my daughter on that spot. Was that your daughter in there? Oh, now see, how cool is that? As part of your business, this is what you do, and they say, okay, we're going to bring along your daughter. Let's get your daughter in here to be a part of it. Obviously, she doesn't know anything that's happening. Well, she was she was very well behaved. She did exactly what they wanted. It's it's all time is money, you know. You need to you need to act when that camera's rolling. And she slept so well. So quiet. So, because you were going to bring her in today, I you almost s- had you to. You said, "Hey, is yeah. it okay if I bring my daughter in?" I'm said, "Sure." We got a couple of crybabies here half the time, <laughs> so that's fine with us. But you, you're staying out at Disney with some family, yeah. So you don't have to do that. Mm-hmm. So, how did you start, and what led you to doing what you're doing right now? 
So really cool. I grew up and I knew at a very young age I want to be on camera, like uh, home videos, dancing, singing along to Barney. That was my dream. I wanted to be a child actor. Barney. Listen, I, I just – I mentioned that in my sister's uh, – she just got married last weekend. And I was the oldest of four, so there's 10 years between my sister and I. I got to watch those shows under the radar. No one knew that, like, I was the one into it because my sisters were watching Barney and Sesame Street. But, yeah, singing along. Always wanting to be videotaped. I grew up doing theater, and it was high school during a production. My manager was scouting that weekend and saw me in a production of Annie and gave me a letter, met with her a week later, and then I was represented by agencies in New York. She set up all the meetings. The bell would ring, and I'd rush to the train station, and by myself, I'd be in and out of New York auditioning for commercials, print jobs, movies, Wow. What was your first commercial gig? Burlington Coat Factory, and I had to dance, and they actually did it uh, like they were backward shots, so I looked like I was like gliding. It was really cool. I was in a cafeteria, and I just like broke out dancing. (laughs) It was all about, you know, my cool clothes, but yeah, that was a really big deal. And then for about a year and a half, I had a lot of success, and then I was faced with, am I going to pursue this? Am I going to go to school in the city? I hated the snow, so I said, I want to go down south and see. So I I went to UCF, and I would go up for summer, stay in the city. NYU would rent out their apartments. Then I took a 10-year hiatus because I had a lot of really close calls, really close calls with some TV shows, and it just broke me down. And then I met my husband, finished school. And that poor man got off the plane after our honeymoon. I cut my hair off, switched jobs, only to almost get fired. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go back to acting, not knowing (laughs) if there was really a market at the time for this. And uh, yeah, luckily for him and myself, I found a lot of success almost instantly. And it's just been smooth sailing ever since. Well, what part did you play in Annie? Lily St. Regis. Okay. And the only reason I asked that is we had the pleasure of doing live streaming for Annie back in April for Indian Trails Middle School. Really? Yeah, we did a live stream for the Friday night and Saturday night show. So oh, how cool. Yeah, it's I came in for the next week. I'm just singing all the songs from Annie. I'm like, okay, <laughs> this is just going to drive me bananas. Aww. But So you went back and forth, Yeah. and then you come down here and you decide, I'm going to get back into it. Where did you start when you came here? Where did you start at when you did that? Well, so I got on the internet. I pinpointed all the different agencies between here and Tampa, really, Central Florida Market, sent off really old headshots, outdated resumes because it had been a while, and luckily had some responses. And yeah, my agent at the time sent me out quite a bit. And like I said, luckily I had pretty instant success. And what people may not realize is that when you do a call, for casting call for a certain specific group. Mm-hmm. I need female, Caucasian, African-American, Oriental, and I need to be between this age and this age. And yeah. you get 30 people that show up. You're not even close to what we were looking for. So how many jobs did you go out on when they said, well, that's not really what we're looking for. We're looking for an elderly lady. You don't quite qualify. Luckily, I haven't really run into that situation, but I mean, that's part, it's part of the game. You know, you show up to these casting calls and you might not be what they're looking for. Other actors will tell you the same thing. I mean, there's just something special and unique about you. And sometimes they'll change the breakdown because they like you. So you just, it's like a golf game. You know, golf's a very mental game. This industry will break you down. And if you are not feeling confident, and I mean, it's just you've got to, when you're strong and confident, you've got to ride that wave of success because it's just going to keep going. I mean, 
you talk about mental toughness and yeah. people don't realize, oh, this, how hard can this be? You go in, you mm-hmm. say your lines, you're done. And a lot, I guess, would depend on the director that you have mm-hmm. for all this. If you get somebody that's just tremendously harsh, tremendously demanding, oh, yeah. time is money, and they've got four hours, they got a half-day block to get 30 people done, yeah. and you can't get through three lines or can't get through 10 words, it's brutal. It is brutal. And I've been there too. I mean, I've been on sets where they're like, oh my gosh, Amanda, that was perfect. Thank you so much. You gave us exactly what we needed. And I've also been on the flip side of that where the director's under a tremendous amount of pressure. There Sometimes there's clients from overseas. So there's the language barrier. There are people that know how to deal with stress. And then you also, you know, have those unfortunate <laughs> interactions and, you know, you get snapped at and it breaks you down. But The biggest thing is all about professionalism and how you carry yourself because, I mean, if you start to show that they've got to you, it's – Oh, you're done. Yeah, you're You're done. done It's not good. If you start to show that, okay, this director is getting to – you he'll pass. You say, you know what, next, we're going to move on to the next one and then you're toast. And then somebody contacts him, hey, who did you hire for that last event? I hired this, 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 and this. Oh, yeah. Oh, what about that? Eh, you know what? Didn't really perform well. That can lead to a whole other area Mm -hmm. we can talk about from that, but – What's been your what's been your best role? What do you think you did best from a commercial standpoint? From a commercial standpoint, this immediately pops into my head. It was a really emotional spot. And I remember the audition. They were looking for genuine emotion. It was for um, a sausage company. Can I say can I say the brand? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, does, if you've done so it. So it's it? like Eckridge, right? Like bologna and all that. Yeah. So um the spot it was a beautiful spot. They did a series. And it was I played the role of a mom with my little girls and my husband was coming home from the military, like walking up. It was a beautiful shot. We were on the front porch and they got in real tight and just like the wave of emotion that came over the mom and her daughters and running up and giving a hug. And then, you know, we all enjoy some bologna sandwiches. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I just remember the audition leaving the room and I the emotion came to me when they needed it, when I needed it too. And it was just like, wow, that was really cool. And then to get the call like, oh, you booked it. And then to see it all come together, it was it was beautifully shot and edited. Because it happens just like that, right? You just do it and it's oh, done yeah. and then you're out, right? Or sometimes you do 5,000 takes and it has nothing to do with, oh, you know, you're not giving us what you need. It's like, oh, that was beautiful. Let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. Let's try it this way. And the same happens with voiceover too. That was great. Can we try it like this. I've probably done that a couple of times to you. I'm sorry if I've done that. No, it's good, but that's how you get the best performances, right? You've got to push the actor or the actress and see where they can go. And sometimes we give you something that you didn't even know you wanted. Again, this is probably an industry that people are thinking, okay, this really doesn't industry me. I'm a small business person. What possibly can this do for me? Well, if you want to advertise your business, Mm -hmm. it's very important because you want to get the right sound for whatever it's going to be, either the visual or the audio sound, to promote who you are. And businesses are all very different. You're not going to do the same for a bank voiceover as you would for a kids club voiceover. Exactly. Tremendously different. So, all right, we're going to we're going to come back in on the second half and talk about some more stuff that we're not so we're not even going to get to the first half. Awesome. Stay tuned. The guys will be right back with more on how to check your suits. 
Southern Cycles in Apopka is a full-service American and Japanese service and repair facility. Our certified technicians can fully service all makes and models. We strive to give each and every one of our valued clients superior customer service and never hesitate to take the extra time needed to explain all of the details on a repair. We have a love and passion for motorcycles and look forward to servicing your ride. Give us a call today at 407-884-6686 to ask questions or to schedule an appointment. Southern Cycles, where riding is a passion. We are back with The Voice. That's what we kind of subtitled this one. It's The Sounds of Business, and that's appropriate because Miss Amanda Powell, or Mrs. Amanda yes, Powell, Mrs. Amanda is in Powell. the building. <laughs> and if you have listened to any of the episodes and you've happened to stay through the commercial, she is the voice on a fair amount of these commercials. But we were talking during the break about the movie industry and the commercial work, and people just think, ah, you know, you go in, you say your lines, whatever. But that's not really how it happens. How long would you say you've got a commercial shoot to do for Advent Health? Mm -hmm. What would you say that might take to shoot that 60-second spot? You've got a 60-second spot. How long? How much time are you planning on spending? Well, I mean, I can tell you shoots are anywhere from 8 to 12 hours per day. Whether I'm on set for that long, it really depends on what my needs are for that particular shoot. I've been on set for an hour. If it's just, Amanda, you're going to do this, and then we're going to cut away. I've been on shoots where it's run into overtime, and I've been there 14, 16 hours a day for a 15-second commercial spot. So I, it, it's all about the lighting, the props, the hair, the makeup. Everything needs to come together perfectly for that shoot. To I, can, I can within. trust you. I'll never get there. I'll, I'll never sit that long. Again, voice for radio, brother. We that's that's why we're not. That's why I own a production studio so I can be behind the cameras and work everything, so I don't have to worry about it. But I mean, I'm not working for eight, 14. I mean, there are pe the people behind in production. They're the ones that are really yeah. working hard. Sometimes well, I'll, you know. You know, the, the talent, all those people that make it really work <clears throat> are the important ones. But so you do stuff out of your home. Yes. What kind of gear do you have? You said you started with a microphone off of, oh, off of so Amazon. What do you have I, now? Yeah. So I started with a snowball mic. Remember those? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yep. Oh, sure. I have a microphone, Amazon. Oh, this looks right. I can plug it into my computer. Great. Faked it till I made yep. it. <laughs> but so then I had a Yeti Pro, which was also a snowball. Yep. Good one. Then I had the Shure, the SM7B. And then uh, somebody told me to get a TLM 103. They said, you want to take yourself serious as a voice actor? You need that. And then I started researching. I was like, but what about the Sennheiser MKH 416? So I have those two, and I, I just alternate between the two. I think they both work with my voice, and they're like industry standard. So and that's a good lead into the next question. You pick a microphone that helps your voice. Yes. But what microphones best suit your voice? Those you have? I think the TLM-103, yes. I personally like the sound of the Sennheiser. People have told me before, like, I'll send my audio tracks over and they're like, everything's great. But I've heard consistently that there's a lot more on the back end that needs to be added. What do I know? I literally have spent my career buying what people <laughs> tell me to buy. But I mean, it sounds good to me. And like I said, I, I voice, I send off my tracks and I welcome feedback. What I've you, never what do you had edit it with. I use Adobe Audition. Okay. Which is kind of the standard for Absolutely. Yeah. It's I've enjoyed using that the most. I started with Audacity way yep. back in the day. 
I just took a course last year on Adobe and I've learned some new tricks. So, I mean, again, everything that I've done has been self-taught. It literally was like, I'm going to quit my job and now I'm a voice actor on Monday. And I just quickly, like YouTube has been my best friend. I, I've figured it out and there's still so much more that I have to learn. Absolutely. But I make it work. The most challenging thing though. Being a mom with three little ones, I live in a Florida home, hard floor, hard surfaces throughout. I learned very quickly I needed a studio booth in my house. Yeah, and I was going to ask, that was going to be a next one. So you have a studio booth. What do you have in there? And when people don't know what that is, what is a studio booth? So it's like a, a whisper room. It's an insulated, soundproof closet that I actually have set up in my closet. And I bought my sound booth from a retiring voice actor in Tampa. Oh, really? So I got an amazing deal because I started researching. I They're was like, my husband was like, what else? Because he helped transform our walk-in closet into my studio. And I was like, this is great. Until we kept having children and adding to the noise and the chaos. And I was like, this doesn't work anymore, Greg. <laughs> so, so I have to ask, how big is the sound booth? Because I have heard that people like those old telephone booths that are wooden. It literally Is that looks, what that size is? Yeah. It, mine is tight. I have a, a stool. I typically stand, but for long, like I've done audiobook narration and I sit and I lower my microphone, but uh, it's probably like four by four inside. Yeah, it's, it's, it's basically a phone tight. booth. And for those of you that don't know what a phone booth is, watch an old Superman episode, a phone booth, you went into it, you pulled this door shut, you talked on the phone, that wasn't wireless, and then you got out of the phone booth. So, yeah, it's yeah. it's small, but so is it because needed. the noise and everything just stays within? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And, I mean, it's padded. It's got the foam soundproof insulation on the ceiling. So do you have side. a soundboard, this monster thing that Tim's got? Do you have one of these? I don't. I use... You go to your computer. Probably. Yes. Yeah, you record on your computer. What about, like, Mike and Mike? Their room looks pretty big. Is Mike and Mike's place... Chris, that would help if you talk into the microphone when you're doing it. I don't know. You're not listening to me anyway. So, wait a minute. So, what I'm asking is, is Mike and Mike's the one we see on TV? Is it big as this? It's probably bigger than this. But you got to figure, that's going to be a soundproof studio. Mm -hmm. Your voice is coming through consistently all the time. But how do you know, like, when she was talking about, Amanda was talking about the microphone has better sound for your voice. How How do you determine what microphone to get to make your voice sound the way you want it to be? Well, luckily, a lot of the companies that sell microphones will let you try it out for a couple weeks and you mm-hmm. can return it. So I, fortunately, I've never purchased a microphone where I'm like, I don't know, I don't sound like myself. I feel like it could be a richer sound. I, so I've had really tremendous success with So you don't need to have a soundboard. The microphone will control so all that. I use a, like a focus, right? It's a smaller, yeah. it's, it's not as intimidating looking as that soundboard. That's and, very And pretty. this one is, <laughs> this one is for, it's the Rodecaster and it's for podcasting and it's fairly simplistic. You know, you could get much better than this. You go to a radio station, yeah. they're not going to have this. They're going to have that, like that 24 channel that's sitting in the back, back there. And there's going to be an audio engineer and there's going to be a production engineer and they're going to be a bunch of people. But for us, it's just simple. We try and keep it simple. So mm-hmm. now, I, now I feel bad for Tim. Tim goes, Craig, speak louder. Okay, man, it's not the microphone that's going to help me. <laughs> well, the microphones do make a, do make a difference for yeah. you. So then how do you, as a voice actress, when somebody says, I mean, I need a, do you do, well, do you do dialects? I do, but not as, as much these days. I mean, I remember when I first made my demos, I had like, the Southern snippets, the Jersey, New York accents. Character voicing is a whole other beast. The, the um, gaming voiceover, there's tremendous money to be made. But I typically, I like the real person. 
I'm comfortable with a girl next door, the millennial reads. That's kind of what I coin my voice. That, that's your tagline yeah. on your website. I'm yeah. like the girl next door. Yes. Of course, I yeah, it didn't happen for me. The girl <laughs> next door was not a girl next door, so I can't apply that. But anyways, I'm out. I'm I don't out have here. a girl next door. <laughs> well, good. You guys aren't my competition then. That's no, good. no, no. <laughs> what is your biggest challenge for your business other than finding work? And that's a challenge mm-hmm. for every small business. Right. What's your big? What's your biggest challenge? You know what? Nowadays, in the past year, it's getting to audition quick enough. Everything is about – because you've got to figure – the market right now is saturated. Everybody started working from home. Everybody wanted to do this. Like I said, technology is our best friend. Amazon, that microphone, everything that you need to set up a home studio can be sent to your doorstep tomorrow. So it's – right now, it's very much a juggling act for me because I have three kids two of which I was homeschooling for a while. It's getting to that audition because if there's 500 voices that sound just like me and they listen to two or three and they're like, oh, I like that. Why are they going to keep listening to 300 other auditions? Oh, you're so absolutely it's right. Yeah. all about getting that, getting in front of my mic in a timely manner. <laughs> so your voice actually sells what you're through, everything you're doing. They use your voice because it's actually getting people's attention to buy that product or service. Yeah, it's, it's all, uh, there's been a lot of trends for a while. It was, we want real, 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 which was a challenge because I'm naturally a very animated person. So I remember I just re-recorded demos this past year and my direction was like, Amanda, you're giving it too much. And it was like, really? I was like, that sounds awful in my head. Like, this is painful. They're like, yeah, it's got to feel uncomfortable. The trends change. I remember the first demo I did, it was all Disney, upbeat, really energetic. And, you know, like, that's not what people want to hear right now. Like, I feel like advertising has really shifted. They want to trust you. They want to believe you. They don't want to be sold anything. Granted, there are still, you know, demands for that, but... Yeah, it's just you've got you to gotta be flexible. Tim, Tim says, I'm tired of hearing you breathe. I'm like, dude, I'm old. I just want to get some air. But that's another thing. You've got to have control over your voice and your breath. And trust me, that's something I struggle with too. And voicing when I'm pregnant, that's like a whole other. So whole when you do a demo tape, you don't edit anything out? I do. Oh, yeah, oh, do. yeah that's changed drastically too. They don't want to hear breaths. They don't like it's got to be flawless. It has to represent because everybody's recording you from home now too. So your audition has to be 100% representative of what they're going to get in that session. What do you mean? Rec- what do you mean that recording you from home that when they're listening to you? Well, yeah. So I mean, from home, when I'm in my booth, I have the capability. A lot of sessions will be uh, recorded via Source Connect, um, ISDN. I don't have ISDN, but there are studios in town that you can utilize that. Phone session, Zoom, Skype. So I mean, yeah. Auditions have to be perfect. They don't want to hear junky auditions. They don't want to have to clean up extra. You know, it's like, well, now I've booked this talent. Hopefully it's going to be an easy session. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you can't give them what they want. Sometimes an audition Sometimes an audition isn't representative of the talent they're booking. I understand where Tim's coming from now because <laughs> we've been on a Zoom in different places and we were on it together. I totally get where he's coming from now. I didn't understand until you actually kind of explained it to me. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I can see this happening to Tim. I don't know what's going on, so I just live with I it. I love Zoom because I understand they've captured a market. Mm-hmm. I hate Zoom because after about a minute and a half, if the content isn't any good, I'm critiquing. I know this is my fault. I shouldn't be doing this. I am critiquing everything. Oh, lady, I don't want to see your forehead. 
Dude, I don't want to see up your nose. Oh, yeah. oh, take away that virtual background. I know you're not at the beach. I Just know. stop. Can you not sit in front of the window where I see the light and not yet? So I, that, I just drives me Listen, crazy. Listen, real quick. If you want a professional, come to Tim's studio, GRP studio. He will make you the person you want to be. I don't know about that. But I think we know somebody in common. Do you know a young lady named Dinell? Yes. Yeah. Dinell who moved, right? Yeah, moved yeah. to Hawaii. Yeah. Oh, that sounds lovely. She was a sweetheart. Yeah. That was one of the things I was going to throw at you about. Mm -hmm. And I can never pronounce her name correctly, so I'm not even going to try her last name. I can't remember her last name. I just knew her as Dinell, that warm smile. She was so sweet. Yeah. It's not Manasseh, but Maya Say or something. Anyway, I can't pronounce it. So she's in Hawaii. She probably doesn't even know we exist anymore, but (laughs) uh, she's... She was great. How did you how did you run into her? Do you remember how you I just, went? you know, castings. It's a small community. You see, you know, people come and go, but the actors that have been doing this for a while, the actors that you see on set are, you know, it's fun running into We them, have so. a couple that we work with here. One of them, his name is Chris Hurt. Chris Hurt is fantastic. I love Chris Hurt. You know Hurt. Chris Hurt? Oh, yeah, we oh, did a brother. shoot together for Chase Bank, I remember. Yeah, up in Jacksonville. I had to eat so many ice cream cones. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, Normally, so I'm like, cool, food, but like when you're on your 30th vanilla ice cream cone. I thought, oh, yeah. I thought it was like mashed potatoes. It's real ice cream? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, a lot of when, food is fake or they spray it and you can't eat it, but that, yeah, no, we were, oh. oh, oh. Even, even if it's fake stuff, if you have to do it 30 times yeah. because something happened, okay, I've taken a bite of the stupid you thing 30 times. You can't lick ice cream and spit it into, like, that's a whole different, you know, the bite and spit into a bucket. Like, I've done pizza commercials where it's like, oh, this is so fun until it's not. And like, yeah, I'll utilize that spit yeah. bucket. But Dude, don't cream. get me on there. I'll probably be, I'll be a pizza <laughs> looking dude when I come off of yeah, there. Yeah, it's, it can, like I said, the commercial world is so different. Everybody sees a 30-second spot and mm-hmm. think, wow, they might not realize it might have taken a day, two days, maybe three days, depending on the content. Mm-hmm. There's drone footage in there. There's yeah. dolly tracking. There's all kinds of stuff that have gone on that have taken two days. Yeah. And they just don't realize that it takes that long to put on 30 seconds. And the more money you have, the better you can do it. So absolutely. Um, so let me so we can do the tip of the day. I got one. Go ahead, because I really I was gonna do one, but I I say you know what we'll let you come up with something. I say everybody that's listened to this episode since we've got uh, two professionals, yourself Amanda Powell and Tim Proctor, you want to come to GRP Studios because it takes so much to make this perfect. Tim is a perfectionist. I've known him for quite a while. He has said so many things about me that I have had to improve on. But if you really want to get your message out correctly, to have Amanda, do your 30-second commercial and let Tim uh, produce absolutely. it. Absolutely. She can, she can knock it dead. So are you going to do your own commercial? Do I have to pay you to hey, do your own commercial? Not? I have to write it, right? Like, yes, I have to write, yes oh, you have to write it. man. She says the some girl who doesn't even have a social media page because she's like, I don't like talking about myself. It's awkward. It's Hi, I'm Amanda Powell. I, oh, yeah. You can. I'll right? Write. Like, we all are in this industry, like, to secretly feed our own ego. But I think I'm the both so of you should straight, do your yeah. commercial because you both have that spirit on making it correct and to get yeah. the word out. You, you it. It sells itself when you have you too. That's why I like Tim talking more than I do. You know, it is, it is kind of an ego thing, but then you start to, I because I have to listen to the episodes to edit right. them. And I'm after a while, I'm like, 
can you just shut up? Right, and you're not your say own anything? worst oh, critique. It's, it's agonizing washing stuff back, and like I have to do that for a lot of like my spoke stuff, and I'm just like, oh, that was not my favorite. That was not good. Yeah, Amanda, come on. But that's how you improve, right? It's how you learn. It's how you get better. And, yeah, yeah. It's well, important. give everybody your contact information again, although hopefully they already know that and they've already looking you up and saying, I need to book this yeah. lady. I need to book the girl next door to talk about my business. Check out my site, AmandaPowellVO.com. Awesome. <laughs> Tim, you said the girl next door. That's what we got to call her. The girl next that's, door. The girl that's, next door. That's, that's on her website. That's on one of the taglines oh, yeah. of her web Dynamite. website. Dynamite. Is there's a girl next snore? Well, the girl next the snore. girl next snore. Yeah, yeah, you don't want to be the yeah. girl next snore. Yeah, see, that's you one of those really things you don't. get. We try, oh. we try, we try and leave stuff okay. in so that they realize half the time. It's Are you not, listening? Yeah, to catch that. We don't put our teeth in. We can't talk right. It's but your commercial will horrible. come out fantastic It'll with some fun. new stuff we don't even know about. Yeah. She'll have you snoring. <laughs> Ooh, maybe we can put that in there somewhere. So, anyways. Well, thanks for abandoning your family hey, and your you. kiddos and I coming know, I in. I need to go rescue my husband now, but I had fun. And hopefully we'll get some more stuff in here that you can do. Yeah. And uh, we'll tell Chris Hurt. He's doing something for us for a new view right down the street. So oh, we'll tell cool. Chris Hurt you were in the studio. Tell him I said so. hi. <laughs> All right, Craig. Memorial Day is coming up after our recap next week. You're going to give me flowers? Nope. Thanks for listening to the Check Your Six podcast. Tune in again next time for more information on your small business development.